0: Welcome friends to Tank Tap, the podcast about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode three hundred and ninety five. Yes, and I'm here with Adol. Hey,
1: And Lucy. Five till the big four. Yeah, the big mm-hmm. four hundred
2: celebration that we have been planning for a week. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, you
2: know I know exactly my what thoughts. we're doing.
0: Or, you know exactly uh, what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So May. the week after next, I'm not here on Thursday, I'm in Vienna. <laughs>
0: That's oh, yes. I was supposed to tell you she did tell us. Yeah, I yes. can yes. remember just, right yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, let's open to beers. Um Adol, what have you got this evening?
2: I have this can of beer. It is three hundred and thirty mils and it cost me thirteen pounds.
1: <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Damn. Son. It
2: is a thing I had on tap at the Holy Grail. It is a Vault City beer. Mm. It is their GDF Gingerbread Imperial Stout, right? Coming in at a cool sixteen percent. Ooh! Hence the, I think I've never seen a Vault City in a small can, but I think they just couldn't make pints of it.
1: Yeah. W- Absolutely. What, what size is that? Four forty. three thirty. Three thirty. It's like a tall oh, can. Oh, it's a slim it's a, one. Yeah, it's a oh, stretched right.
2: out yeah soda cool. can. Uh, it has. Um, it's sorry. It's a. Um, Colab actually. Tw- yeah, twinned with nerd brewing open source beer, I should mm. say.
0: Uh, nice.
2: Uh yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. I really liked it, and it was I had like one of the last pints off the keg, and I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? They have cans. I'm sure it's mm. just as good, but also oh, if if ha. Why? What other reason can you get? Right? What's, isn't one of the goals uh, the perks rather that you have the beer and video game podcast, so you can spend thirteen quid
0: on a tin of beer? Absolutely.
1: I mean, yeah. If there's if there's a reason to, it's definitely this podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Or mm-hmm. just treat yourself, you know. Yeah, special occasion. Oh yeah, special occasion. Just a choose. I don't want to evening. fucking
2: wait for a special occasion, Ben. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm also going to drink a collaboration beer this evening. Oh yeah. Um. Nowhere near. Nowhere near as big. Um. It's a four percent pale ale called Superdelic, and uh, it's a collaboration uh, between two breweries. I've been drinking a lot of Wiper and True and Arbor, mm-hmm.
1: with
0: the pink, big pink nice. S on it. Yeah. It's um, like Arbor. <laughs> so yeah i can open this there's a little bit of flavour text from them um, brewing with our Bristol Pals our brails is always fun and creating this super sessionable pocket rocket pale ale was no exception oh. our two expert brew teams co-developed a hazy smooth beer that's a showcase of the beautiful New Zealand hop varietal Superdelic An experimental hop Superdelic brings notes of ripe red berry mango and citrus sparkle delicious I, I missed
2: yeah. the flavour text on mine mm. somehow go for it our, so, DDH is out, DDF is in. Our double deep fried series is back and this ungodly Scottish tradition has been given a festive makeover in our latest super high voltage voltage imperial stout with mm, nice. the help of our pals
1: at Nerd Brewing. Mm. <clears throat> double dry fried. Deep, double deep fried. Double deep fried. Deep, double deep
0: fried. <laughs> Just like a Mars bar. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Very Scottish. I've never had a fried Mars bar. Oh, no, really? neither have I. I have. I would like to try one one day. You
2: know, when you're close to your deathbed and uh, it's not going to kill you. Just to finish yeah. yourself off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, finish yourself off. Even better, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, it
1: wouldn't, it wouldn't work right now. Maybe in a few years.
0: <laughs> um, and Lucy, for everyone on the audio, what are you drinking this evening?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a tea uh, and Clippers. Um, no flavor text. Um,
0: <laughs> I you were
2: going to say no flavor. I'm like, ooh, indictment.
0: What
1: is it? Just a, just
0: a, an old English a breakfast tea.
1: Yeah, breakfast tea with um, almond milk. Yeah, the fun stuff.
0: Nice, nice, mm. nice and cozy.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a I'm in a wind down. Well, I don't know how you can be in a wind down mood for like almost like seven hours now, but I've been. <laughs> <laughs> Wind down the mood today. Yeah, today's just. Fair. I'm taking some time to rest. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good.
0: Um, let's roll back round to the beers then, Adam. What's yeah. your beer? Like?
2: So it is. As you can see, it's um quite dark. It's almost no mm-hmm. visible carbonation. Poured mm. quite light. Oh, it smells so sweet and velvety. And with you get a hint of this, so it's gingerbread. You get a, this this hint of the cinnamon right on the top of the nose, and you've got malt and like deep sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh God, this smells. I wish you could smell it. Go on. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that, right um, there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got, I could only see
2: you guys making the dumb faces after I moved the uh, thing away from the camera because it was in <laughs> front of the monitor. So I just pulled away and saw you both humoring me. It was very good. Um.
1: I like a deep sweetness.
2: Mm. Oh, yep. Sounds very It is better on tap. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> but but that just because it was so fucking good on tap. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it it, there, it was a bit more effervescent. There was a bit more carbonation on tap than in this tin. Um, but it oh. is yeah. It is exactly how I remember it. Other than that, it's it's clearly stout. It has good sort of multi base. The gingerbread is, mo- is mostly sort of, like I said, mostly a cinnamon-based sort of spice mix. Right. Um, but it's not like a wintry or a spicy beer. It's just like this really mm. viscous, thick, rich, sweet, malty beer. Um, and, and and then it has this lovely cinnamon overtones that last and sort of sparkle in the finish as as sort of some of the tastes ebbs and flow that, when you had a dip, you're like, oh, the cinnamon's there. It's a bit stronger, but it's just, and then mm. it disappears. Like I said, the sparkling mm. in the sense of always there, but not really in your face. Okay. Um, and it has, it finishes with this very rich, bready, sweet bread. Um, malty taste which of course is the gingerbread part right mm-hmm. so it's just it's just it's yeah. got this lovely bread
1: that is sweet not sweet bread yes sorry yes bread that is sweet <laughs> um... just sure. Just <laughs> <laughs> no yeah you got me um but yeah it it's is, it is it's anything. worth
2: tracking down hopefully you won't have to pay 13 quid for a bottle uh it'll or a it can rather it'll probably be harder and harder to get because it was a seasonal and it's already in yeah January. yeah mm. um but it's it's really good it's again they call it the so i get the double deep fried cuz it's got this sweetness and this like it's not like boisterous in your face but it's a really broad big taste it's, it fills the the taste fills you up and the gingerbread i guess often when we think gingerbread we think gingerbread house and we think super sweet and mm-hmm. stuff but that's all the crap mm-hmm. you put on mm-hmm. the gingerbread itself even i mean it's not store bought for the gingerbread um houses where there's like basically like eating cardboard right the actual gingerbread um yeah. it tends to have like this head of ginger this head of a bit of cinnamon right and, and but it's quite a sweet it's quite a tasty yeah. thing and this that's the gingerbread we're talking about here not the like poor man's house literally um yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 but is it it's got really, really good yeah. and the taste is, the finish is quite long and because it's so um viscous and thick um you know honestly i don't i'm not gonna take big sips i, can't, I don't think i could like it's just mm. so mm, big and bro- but big and broad it's <laughs> really excellent what i really like is just that like, it's vault city so you shouldn't be surprised but that 60 a lot of the sweetness is probably coming from just like the high alcohol volume but it's just blended so well into the malts mm. and and the spices that you just it just tastes like a really good beer and then you're like, oh, I've had like three sips and I can already feel the alcohol in my system. Right? It's 16%. <laughs> like, this is yeah, the thing that I had. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, I had two thirds of it in an evening and I was like, this is not the type of thing you should session, Dill, slow the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but but why not?
0: Yeah. <laughs> why shouldn't I? But
1: why not? Mm. He <laughs> just slumped in the
0: corner later on like, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that.
2: Yeah. Wait, I have to double check. Is this the walk home that I slipped and rolled my ankle? No, no. Okay, good. (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) I think you could do two
1: pints and be have a good night's sleep and be absolutely okay the next morning. Anything more than that might be asking for trouble. Hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there's twelve things on top of that bar at any given moment. So it's also just like a. This is really good, but like if I have two two thirds, I'm not gonna have much else. The opportunity mm. cost of cho- choice is there because it's taking the place of like three other things. <laughs> yeah. Job. Anyway, it's but really sometimes good.
1: you just gotta give that opportunity cost to the state man. Sometimes yeah, you just oh, have yeah. to do that. Yeah.
2: Especially with the weather it's been and yeah, the first here, oh, completely, here, completely here it's it's so dark, right? Mm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like <laughs> where's the sun? It's nine o'clock in the morning, <laughs> well, and there's no sun. It's just yeah. Was it, right? it, was it like it's been particularly bad this year. It's about ten so. to five this afternoon. I'm like,
0: oh, it's still a little bit light outside. Hooray, oh, the well, day is yeah. getting wow. longer.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was about that time. maybe 4.30, somewhere between four thirty and five yesterday, mm. we're leaving the apartment seminar and going to the pub as per usual on Wednesdays, and um, um, my buddy Keith was just like holy crap, it's it's light out. Because like, we couldn't, like, we've both been slammed with markings, that we couldn't remember the last time we left the building where mm-hmm. the sun was still on.
0: Mm. So <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, run on sure? to my beer, which, yeah, but... you know, is, is probably a bit better enjoyed in the sun uh, being a 4% mm. um, pale ale. Um, it's poured, it is incredibly pale, a little bit yellow in colour, had a nice uh, um, sort of frothy head to it, and um, as well, the nose is a little bit more earthy. I think it's more of that sort of, you know, ripe mango that comes through in the nose a little bit more. And maybe just a touch of citrus, but on that kind of, uh, you know, n- not sort of like a sweet citrus, more on that sort of lemony kind of side, I think. Mm. Um, it's very, very carbonated. It's really, really fizzy to drink. And I think that works quite well because it, it does push that citrus, and I know it very much does in the back, a citrus sparkle. But actually, you do get a bigger hit of citrus in the flavor. And I think that carries the beer a little bit more. So it has got a little bit of a lemony kind of kick to it. But if this was maybe just that slightly riper mango, know there's some berries in there as well. I can't quite ripe red berry. I can't quite pick that out quite yet Mm. um but definitely getting a lot of the mango but that that sort of citrus just sits that little bit higher and kind of just is a through line for all of this and that mango then gets a little bit kind of danker and deeper towards the end It just bitters up very slightly kind of almost coalescing with that sort of lemony citrus to become just a little bit not mouth puckering but just a, a a touch bitter and a touch sort of um kind of almost tart, not too much, you know, really, but it is just more, you know, maybe a bit more zesty. It goes from sort of a lemon flavour to a bit more of a zesty kind of uh, um, pithy kind of bitterness towards the end. And it, it feels like this is a, it would be a good summer beer, but I think it's equally just as good if you want something sessionable kind of mm. now as well, something that you can sort of have kind of in the afternoon, without breaking a sweat too much. That's 4%. It's really light. Um, you know, anyone doing a low alcohol, you know, uh, kind of January as well, this this could be aimed for them, but feel it does feel like a bit of a bigger beer. Um The, the mouthfeel is a little bit lighter. It's a little bit more wet, a little bit more watery. So you can definitely tell it's more of a pale than something a bit bigger, something like an IPA, you know, edging towards sort of 6 7%. Um, you know it's a lighter beer. It just has a, a, a nice big flavor. To it, um, so big thumbs up because you know we're almost of the camp of any beer should just have a lovely bitterness to it all towards the end, doesn't matter what kind of beer it is, just chuck a bitterness in there and you'll be absolutely fine, yeah. Um, and this this has that, Agreed. so it works very, very well,
1: fantastic,
0: mm, but it's gonna go down you know <laughs> a, a little too easily, yeah. Mm. yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Um, so A little bit of a change up from what we normally do. Normally we just sort of spend the next hour ranting about games that we've been playing. Um, But all of us have been on a bit of a, you know, we've not had a huge amount of games to talk about. So before we launch into our games, uh, let's talk about some headlines. Let's talk about some of the gaming or beery news. Um, that's kind of collated through the week. Um, and I'm going to let you lead on this, Adol, because you've you've put a couple of um, uh, yeah, I know you didn't know this. Um no, I didn't You put know. a couple <laughs> of uh, uh, links and things in uh, in the Discord channel. Uh, yeah. One of which I think you very much wanted us to to discuss potentially. Uh, but there's been a couple as well uh, yeah, recently. Let me just and also, I can't look at them on my screen because it will kill the <laughs> video uh, right. oh, for well, everybody correct. as well. <laughs> um yeah let's start with
2: the the um the one i had flagged before the news of today um and i think they both are linked because they're both about um finances and accounting in the game industry really um what i was thinking of was the fact that um insomniac um so leaked information from insomniac Mm. showed that um their their net um revenue um of of a bunch of their games And so Sunset Overdrive, which launched on October 28th, 2014 uh, for Xbox One and then has gone uh, to the PC since, um, Mm -hmm. has made an entirety of $567. That's nuts. That is absolutely nuts, isn't it? And, that, and 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 listeners, that wasn't um, Ben cutting me off where there was more words to be said, like <laughs> a million or a thousand or a hundred thousand. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, five hundred sixty-seven bucks. Um, and I got me. Th- I mean, that's incredibly crazy, given that it's such a fun. It's a so it's a really fun game, um, and it got culty status, and it hit the PC. Hmm. So I thought, obviously, erroneously. That would mean that, like, it's it, it must have done, not gangbusters, but reasonably well on the re- re- the release on the Windows. Um, But, who? I mean, what I really wanted, I didn't dig into the leak, but, like, I would love to see if we have information of just how much it lost. Like, just before it came out on the Windows, was it, like, so fucking far in the hole that even though the Windows was mildly successful, that was just, like, drying it out? Or, like, what the hell happened? Um... And then the other thing is the like, oh, is this like Hollywood studio accounting? You know, where like Star Wars hasn't made like a dollar yet or whatever. Mm. I was super curious about that, but yeah, I just figured I'd bring those up. And,
1: yeah, it, I mean, this makes me like it even more. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, mean, uh, I mean, that's pro- that's like the, size, the the cost of a Xbox One, a launch Xbox <laughs> One at the time. So uh, adjusted for inflation, uh- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I I love this game. It's it, it's so good, and it, yeah, it does have that cult status. Um, was bit,
0: it mm. a Game Pass game?
1: Game Pass wasn't around then.
2: Mm, okay. okay, this is,
0: is twenty fourteen. Mm. Nah, jeez, yeah. it was sad. a launch title, yeah, wasn't like it? Or sorry, that can't be twenty fourteen. Well, ten years window, ago, I guess. Yes.
1: Um, which is why wow. this is even more shocking.
2: This game has made 500 bucks in 10 years.
1: <clears throat> I mean, yeah, they would have had to recoup a lot of dev costs and stuff like that. So I mean, hey, it could it I, mean, a I profit. could easily see
2: this being the marketing, right? The the they they really market. I remember seeing marketing for, it, right? So they might have yep. just spent a lot on marketing and so that's not so their net profit is post marketing and dev costs, right? So
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and Insomniac a pretty well oiled machine at this point. So, yeah, it's probably just didn't do as well as they hoped to. It was, uh, you know, on a single oh, console wow. for hmm. m- most of its lifetime. How many? Um, Sorry, yeah, I think, he... I think it was just before its time. Yeah. Like everyone likes Spider-Man now. It's like it's basically the same game. The movement in Sunset Overdrive was, I think, better in a lot of ways. You know, well, it was, better, but. It, just as, fluid. as good as this yeah. Y- yeah just as fluid and and it was doing different things and it was a new ip which also doesn't help uh, for um, the money um maybe they could have made resistance for <laughs> make some more money i don't know but um yeah it's 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 just it's i mean i'm glad in are in a better place doing better things now but mm. it 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 seemed like it was a launch pad for them in a strange way, where it's like, look, you know, we can make decent, colourful games. Yeah. And, yeah, well, no, so, they're just going to yeah, so, uh, spit out uh, Spider-Man's f- licensed products for uh, the rest of time. So uh, it's like, I know the, the you may look back at this and think, oh, um, yeah, well, Insomniac in were doing unique yeah, things. The, it, it was really expensive a couple to make, of, actually.
2: Like, hmm. Sorry, sorry go on. Oh, just I I've I'm now looking further at the, the info. Um and so it's it's dev costs were forty two million dollars. Is that it? Um, for them that's more than most of their other games oh, wow, that okay. were released up until Yeah, I imagine yeah.
1: Microsoft pumps in a decent amount. Um, of that.
2: And the thing is that um it only sold one point just shy of one point nine million copies.
1: Oh, that's, so that's why wow. so like that's there's stinking, no shell game involved yeah.
2: like literally then you do the maths and they basically made the same amount by now yeah
1: <laughs> yeah they, they, they gambled big on you know launch window new console new hardware kind of thing yeah, yeah it just didn't didn't sell like well, I think there was, like, was a lot of stink around xbox about it around like, that at, time at the time anyway, the so.
2: xbox one was not selling
1: yeah Uh, it wasn't selling and the fact that it didn't come to
2: another console until much later is probably a huge part Mm -hmm. of that story because like if no one's buying the xbox one and this is a new ip um close to launch yada yada then like of those like seven people who bought xboxes you know (laughs) each one of them had to buy it 17 times in order to make the 42 million or whatever (laughs) right like yeah
1: Yeah, and yeah, it's just more the circumstances surrounding the game rather than the game's quality itself. Oh yeah, I mean, sales
2: figures and quality rarely
1: line up. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. You were going to say a thing, Ben.
1: Um, yeah,
0: I was just wondering whether, you know, talking about the idea of it being, uh, um, you know, maybe Hollywood kind of accounting for it and that sort of stuff. You know, I I wanted to have a quick look at what other games had released that year. You know, was was two thousand and fourteen solely reliant on sunset overdrive so actually the entire it's the entire company it's not just the development of this game it's potentially the entire company that they're funding through you know this game so it's the whole year of of, of operating costs that have Oof. to be you know chalked up against mm. this kind of product as well so uh, I know you've got some figures there so maybe it's not quite that case but having a look 2014, yeah, that 2014 that to... is the only game they released sunset overdrive um I don't know. It must be around 2008, maybe 2019, 2020 when they became a PlayStation studio. Um, because mm. in 2015 they released four games across Windows, uh, Android, and iOS. Uh, 2016 was when the like the rebooted version of Ratchet and Clank came out, with then a bunch of other games on Windows, uh, Song of the Deep, yeah, they um, had smaller, sm- yeah, smaller titles, like yep. VR stuff. Um, yeah, oh, and then wow. two years so, passes until uh, Spider Man comes out on mm. ps4 um 2019 then another couple of games across or a game on windows um a game on like a kiddie tablet-y type of thing and then they're a playstation studio and it's spider-man spider-man yeah. ratchet and clank rift apart spider-man wolverine which will come up all of these other marvel projects mm. that they potentially work on more ratchet and clanks potentially but it's, it's interesting that those years before the playstation um acquisition that they've got a bunch of you know a, a, quite a broad range of games that have kind of been mm-hmm. developed whether they've done financially well or or not um but yeah it's just interesting that sunset overdrive is is almost the only year they've released one game um, apart from back in 2009 was the yeah. was the time before that they released one game so yeah i did wonder whether it's the entire studio being funded just by sunset overdrive which might skew the numbers very slightly uh, for this as well, but but um, um yeah,
2: I mean Insomniac. Uh, sorry, like the year before though they um they released Fuse, which made nothing, yeah. like zero dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it costs so their dev, dev cost according to the the table right that we that was leaked is thirty six million, and they sold three hundred and seventeen thousand units. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, if there was Hollywood accounting, it would be, like, probably the, like... Because I'm, I'm thinking because Fuse came out in 2013 and Sunset Overdrive. So, like, some of the dev costs they might have mm. been hoping to, like, offset. I don't know how they do their accounting. It should be. Everything every, you know everything should be on the books so that that 36 mil of Fuse is only to do with Fuse. Yeah. But we all know those things are not as clear-cut, right? Sure. But
1: that sure. uh, well, that's a bad couple years, years for that company, right? Yeah. If that was 10 years into the future and they're in 2023... They would have shuttered. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They would have shuttered yes. and yeah. killed
2: uh, at least three um, extended family members of each developer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, that's killed 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh. I'm just oh. extrapolating on the curve. Like, fire you before Christmas? Jeez. Hell no. Like, you're you, yeah. Oh, no, they're worried about being fired before Christmas because they're family. Get rid of the family. Nothing to worry about. Great. <laughs> they can come to work 24 hours a day then. Perfect.
1: Yeah. No, no. We want to we pay. We don't want to pay desk? them, Ben.
2: We are firing them, but we don't want the bad PR. Oh, yes, they're oh, saying, yes. "I, I, I can no longer buy, afford gifts for my family or or whatever." It's like, well, <laughs> oh, gifts. For them. Call the family. This is this is this is <laughs> definitely tech reasoning 101. <laughs> brutal,
1: well, brutal. Um, yeah, that's where we are now. It is.
0: It is. And, and following on from that, there's another sort of bigger,
1: maybe bigger news story as well. Yeah um,
0: right.
2: So you want me to talk oh, about the other one
0: now? Yes, yes. The, the, um, the slightly I, more well, the 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 Rami Ishmael tweet as well. Yeah. Um, so with the the amount of layoffs, that have yeah. So already so this this the, year. the
2: the the I mean, it, it's huge today, right? Microsoft laid off 1,900 Activision Blizzard and Xbox employees, um, which is roughly eight percent of the overall Microsoft gaming division, which stood around twenty-two thousand. Total employees. Uh, That's a this lot is getting. More I'm getting this from a verge or, um, article. Uh, of course, naturally, when they the you know the standard things were said. By the way, you know when we're merging, don't worry, we're not gonna blah blah blah. Then a couple months later, they blah blah
0: blah. Oh, Welcome as a to reminder, the family. Ninety percent of you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and also, I will just in case people missed it, Bobby Kotick did step down. In December.
1: Mm. Yeah, so quietly as well. Mm. But what's interesting is... A silent golden parachute.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, Kevlar.
1: Just in the night, barely fluttering in the wind.
2: (laughs) Uh, The Blizzard president, Mike Ybarra, has also decided to leave the company. Um, Oh, really? Who was at Xbox before? He was. So, as many of you know, Mike previously spent more than 20 years at Microsoft. Now that he has seen the acquisition through Blizzard's presidency, he's decided to leave. Mm. um mm. inside man oh.
0: ready to go S-
2: says microsoft game content and studios president matt president matt booty in an internal memo sorry i just wanted to say matt booty's name
1: it's, 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 so <laughs> it's always a good one. um and um, so they've
2: also shelved so microsoft also shelved the um upcoming blizzard survival game that's gone mm-hmm. so not shelved cancelled um yes um and this is amongst what that was. Uh, the big layoffs that Microsoft, in general, not just in gaming, had last year, which was around 10,000 affected employees. Um, in so, yeah, uh, and it's a it's it's capitalism's got a capitalist in a really dumb way. Um, so Ismail's um tweet was with I just ran the numbers, um, and it's um, good. It's worth googling it. You'll probably find this cuz there's thousands of retweets or whatever but with today's Activision Blizzard Microsoft layoffs added in just 25 days of 2024 we're already at over halfway of to the total layoffs of all of 2023 that is to say 5600 people in games have been laid off in the 25 days of January and 10500 were laid off in 2023 mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Um, it be, it be, just think it, to what end? I mean, yeah. for what purpose? Mm. Money, money. Um, it, yeah, but it's not like oh, we don't have any money, so we can't keep the company going. Well, uh, considering <laughs> yeah, Microsoft, they're not, they're not as in, on those margins. Uh,
0: considering Microsoft as an entity, are now a like three trillion dollar. They're bigger million. than the Apple Corporation.
2: As of, as of sometime like Q three or four last year.
0: It's, yeah, nuts, nuts. And I, you know, I get it. Of course there was going to be layoffs or, you know, you, you, the idea that there'll be, you know, some departments that will cross over, right? Xbox already has an HR department. They don't need a whole new and a whole extra HR department, essentially. They might take 50% of those people and bring them kind of in, but, you know, 50% of them might go. There's going to be those kinds of crossovers, you would think, when when companies do merge that, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) Only the strong survive in that sort of sense, or for you know, last in kind of first out sort of scenarios. So sometimes
1: it's just um, what 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 came up on the random number generator, though. Potentially, potentially, (laughs) Um, and
0: and again, you know, they they could be running numbers or running whatever internal numbers they have, whatever profit margins they think they have to achieve. Um, And obviously, they're a public traded company, so they've got to you know, constantly be making profits for their shareholders each and every year. And to do that they might have do to just they?
1: why do they? I don't know. Why do they? I don't know why, 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 why this do is a they thing, right? To? Why is yeah. this the thing? Oh sorry. Uh, you're trading. Money. So
0: you have to now make money each and every yeah. year. Like what? That doesn't make any sense. It's just
1: it's, no. it's a I mean
2: making money each and every year is actually not even the problem, right? So some uh, so first making of all more, yes, you're right. I suppose. Businesses Back in the day, you used to have good years and bad years, and you would save, if you, if you were a good business person, I meant you saved a bit of the profit from the good years to tide you over the bad years. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to stock markets and unfettered mm. capitalism, now it's not just that you have to make money every year. That's not good enough. You have to make more money every year. Mm. You, there's this bizarre myth of infinite growth that it underpins the entire stock market mechanism, the way it's being handled now. Oh, I say that is because the stock market itself doesn't say anything about like it's just a tool to track the things, yep. trading and prices and mm-hmm. whatever. But the the mentality behind the use of the stock market is I'm not going to buy your thing unless you grow because I want as much money as possible in the short run. That's the that's the the societal coda we've all like really bought into, especially in the past three decades. Mm. Um, but it was I mean the underpinnings are like it has a long tail, but like that that shift to it's not worth having you money in you unless you give me uh big growth, which means big, you're more valuable. So my stock price increases, but also dividends, right? Um, yes. and, so, and buyback actually is a big thing. And so it's just, it just means that we're, we're, we're stuck with companies needing to try and fit fix the books so that at their QX reporting Um, will say we're still we're growing more right and it doesn't matter if the core business can has to get cannibalized so long as you do that because the company is reportable to the shareholders but also because the whole the people at the top are getting all kinds of bonuses from each other based on this notion that that's what the best thing for the company is to have this this fake notion of infinite growth Hmm. And a lot of this comes out of the fact that um, up until a couple decades ago, maybe less, you used to not be able to do share buybacks. They were illegal. They were regulated away in, in the U.S. markets especially. And when that when those floodgates opened, that's is where the, like, eroborous in the sense of, like, shareholders now paying corporate execs to now do the best signatures for shareholders so that they can pay, you know, that hmm. feedback loop. Isn't uh, so much of that is based on the fact that, like, I, when I get tax cuts or when we get the energy companies get these big windfalls, they just buy shares mm. back, mm. which make cool. them more valuable, and then they sell them back to the people because they're going to be more valuable next year. Because look, everyone wants to buy that because they do share buybacks, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's obviously not sustainable. It's not real.
0: <laughs> uh, well, interesting <sighs> point to to this. I did see I was reminded the other day that. um satoru iwata um i pronounced that correctly Mm. i feel like i haven't pronounced that correctly um yeah i think i have but for some reason my brain went you said that wrong um (laughs) he took a pay cut like it was it when the when the wii u released that year they did so poorly financially or nintendo did so poorly financially that he's like i've just cut my pay in half and everyone's like what Like, like amazing Jesus Christ! Like, wow. Okay, fine. Like, yeah. have we ever seen that from yeah. anyone else, or, is it, or at least has it been reported at all that
1: anyone else has ever done this? Not in the West. Come on, there. <laughs> they'd rather they'd rather cut Tiny Tim off and collect his sure. six pennies a year than take a pay cut. Pop the yeah. rest of
0: the family and then just stay gone. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: like there's, there's more of us than there is of them. Why don't we just, uh, you know, like kind of rise up, <laughs> start a oh, little okay. revolution,
0: eh? <laughs> because, Lucy, there's people like you who mm. want, you know, who, who, you know, are at the moment unemployed and mm-hmm. they go, cool, we'll just employ those people, get rid of these people, We'll, employ- we'll get rid of these people that we're paying £50,000 yeah. a year for. We'll bring in this person mm-hmm. and we'll just pay them forty thousand pounds a year to do the yes. same job. Yeah. Like, exactly. all right, maybe maybe there's a bit yeah. of sunk cost in that because they might not be quite as quick as the person on fifty thousand. And oh, actually no, they, they cost us forty one thousand overall with the yeah. extra time and stuff. And I, I think 50, you're
2: being 000. you're being too generous. They don't do the calculation on those things on like institutional knowledge, um, whether uh, and just like knowledge of the projects. That doesn't matter because people are cogs, right? No. So yeah. they might do a calculation based on years of experience, but also mm. they really just view people doing thing at the same time. But this is like the games industry figured this out better than a lot of other ones, right? Because Activision Blizzard used to be the best at this. They, they would yeah. cyclically fire their entire devs staff uh, on, pro- they they would hire you on salary as if it was a real job, but then basically treat you like temporary contract workers. So mm. when the project was over, they'd fire everyone because we can't do it anymore. And then they would hire desperate people mm-hmm. from who didn't get picked up that project cycle or from Ubisoft or from wherever. The, the constant churn of people just and moving so people, between companies. People are just so happy to have a job because they keep getting fired every couple years yeah. that they'll take, yeah. the, they'll keep themselves at that 30, 40 grand even though they've been in the industry for 10 years. And if they yeah. were in the same company, they'd never get away with keeping that, that level of qualified staff at ten years, uh, for ten at thirty grand in ten years, but also, that staff member has to ramp up to the the company they're working on this time, um, and their culture and all that stuff, and so they burn the yeah. first six months yeah. being not very useful, employable. So then you yeah. get a, a year and a half of like decent work, and then and then you fire them, and then and that's the part that's on the books. Yeah, and it's the same thing with this like notion of like. The short-run gains versus the long-run gains of a company. The stock market doesn't award that. So the mentality mm-hmm. isn't. Literally, they don't only really think that there's like a mentality of thinking of what does it mean to have someone work for us the long run? What is that type of gain? Because Why would we care about that? I'm running this. I'm running the main pro, big game project for these three years. I don't care about keeping this person around so that the next guy running the project. Like, it's all the same mentality <laughs> all the way down. Just a bunch of dicks yeah. who just want to get get their flag in the ground and then move on right
1: it's crazy and you lose so much institutional knowledge when you're getting rid of those experienced people and it's just and then they wonder why projects run over and the you know the burn rate on these projects are like so much and why they can't get anything off the ground because you know things take time you're (laughs) things take time and and,
2: i mean that in the sense of all of the things and so if you're hiring new people that takes time
1: Also, the people Um, running
2: these things are bad at project management. That's why things don't finish on time. And they don't get penalized for being bad at project management, right? Like, it's almost impossible. Once you get to that tier, right? Like, unless you Mm -hmm. really foul something up, you'll you'll stay a project manager. So you just move to the next big project, even though yours was six months late or whatever, right? It's like, oh, there are reasons... My workers, they're crap. I
0: had a great yeah. plan. <laughs> yeah. They just didn't work hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> work what the enough. fuck is wrong with you? They only worked I from did nine till five. They didn't do down anything. I
1: uh, on this piece of paper that's uh, <laughs> just, just scribbles. I think that's the only time you would find <laughs> references to, like, and
2: I was like, oh, yeah, the, these workers just took a lot longer to get used to our systems than I than we had planned. So the, because those workers were slow, that six months just wasn't as productive. <laughs> and then they don't take that as a learning <laughs> to the next project, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we need we do need to introduce the anti-capitalist corner um, segment. Uh, I
1: mean, it's
0: probably just the news, the new the new news yeah, segment every yeah, every week, yeah. isn't it? I'll, I'll um, keep rocking
1: yeah. this
2: Marx beard. I need to grab my copy of, of Das Kapital and start reading it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: cool. Let's move on then from, from news um, and talk about um, some of the games that we've been playing. um i i i look to both of you and i'll i'll roll back round <laughs> shall i to myself um and just i'm talk still about...
2: playing connections and wordle almost on the daily and the mini crossword because those are all free and yes. frankly i need like it, it's good to do one or two of them as a break in the middle mm-hmm. of like slogging through marking or writing stuff
1: etc mm they're, still they're the good. only things that keep me sane. Uh, the crossword. I didn't think and the, the
2: level of difficulty of the New York Times mini crossword is ideal for me. You know, it's not hard. I can finish it in under two uh, minutes. Usually, around really,
1: I, I did it in like under twenty. So oh, I know you do, but
2: I'm just saying I can't even type that fast. I'm still not used to the clicking, so I end up <laughs> typing a thing and then it. Oh, it I, I'm like I'm looking at one down, and so I click on one and I start typing, and it does one across. And then yeah. I waste five, ten yeah. seconds fixing the, all the overwrite errors. Like I'm just saying, like I'm. I, it's like almost never longer than like a minute, twelve minute, thirteen. Nah. Nah. but like that's what I mean. Yeah. Just it's even if I'm not, I'm not trying to be speedy. I'm just like looking at the thing, going, oh, okay." It's yeah. and, and, which you know historically when I've poked at crosswords, it's been like half of this is like. I'm never going to get these. Cool. This this thing sucks. And so this is giving me a bit of <laughs> more of an insight into why people might get yeah. into the thing.
1: What you should do is uh, oh, a okay. Sorry, um, You should do PUSMO. Puzz- um There's that gauge uh, thingy. Um, P-U-Z-Z-M-O. Um, I don't think you still need invitations. Maybe you can just go on it. Oh. I can always invite you. Yeah, well, you last time you told you me... me to. Yeah, um, their their crossword is a bit bigger. Um, It's very much uh, in the style of, like, the New York Mm. Times, once you kind of, like, get the idiosyncrasies of, um, you know, the editors on New York Times. Uh, But, but yeah, it's it's usually a lot smaller um, than, you know, I don't think they have, like, a set difficulty like the New York Times ones. Like, the New York Times ones gets progressively harder. Um, throughout the week, and then on Sunday it's a bigger puzzle, but... E- even the minis think, that uh, um, go on the website? What was that?
2: Even the minis that go on the website?
1: Uh, no, I don't think those have a difficulty. There's always a... S- the one on- ones on Saturday for the minis are just a little bit bigger, but they're not... I don't think they're any more difficult, but, um, yeah, Pusmo, Uh, like, I still... I just have a free thing. Um, You know, yeah, uh, you, you can talk, get a subscription. It.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they, It was... Not open. Uh, now it is. So oh,
1: okay. Just is it, a, for it Oh, it's a, okay. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, yeah. I just do the this. There's a few puzzles like you know you got really bad chess. It's a lot of the Zach Gage older games. Um, like really bad chess and type shift. Um, I usually do the flip art, the crossword, and what's, the type shift. What's flip art? If I find time, I'll do. Um, it's just basically uh rotating some pieces so they all fit into this uh like rectangular grid. Hmm. So it's pretty simple. It's just just something to click on really. Um just a timeless diversion.
2: I'm now on uh, page and I'm like, I don't know how these games work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> type shift is uh basically you've got um what are those things called? Like the um oh gosh those rotating God, what are they called? Is it
2: cryptograph? Oh, that's that a thing. Are you talking about a yeah, like, rotate... cylinder that like yeah, you yeah. rotate? There's like a spool of letters.
1: Yes, it's basically that. Um, And just having to use up all the letters. Uh, oh. uh, and what else is on there? There's stuff that is behind the paywall. Um, And they bring things out in beta to the people in subscriptions and then they'll roll it out if it's any good but but yeah i do like three or four on the you know free version of Puzzmo, each day It's just an extension of like yeah you know if the puzzles on new york times don't satiate you enough then
2: yeah i mean i might bulk at doing this because i don't need i don't need to do more games at work (laughs) it's just a nice like Mm-hmm. Mid morning finish the emails or whatever, and then it's like ah mm-hmm. I, I like my brain is i need something a d h d right dopamine, give me something yeah. quickly so that I can keep working, mm-hmm. so my worry is with too many of these potential things, like there was a time where I was doing loodle and wordle and quadrdrule and Worldle. yeah it get, and then it was it like oh a actually like, yeah. <laughs> it's like there's like a half hour of dumb shit bowl <laughs> right,
1: yeah, and it like I had them. Uh, like, you know, on startup on my Google Chrome and it was like, okay, now my Chrome is beginning to churn even slower <laughs> because <laughs> it was like 19 different tabs. and It's like, okay, no, we we, we, we got to start cutting just some do, of these do down. Do this one, so. close the tab, do this one, close the tab, do this one. Yeah, I think yeah so, 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 I, some of them don't even, uh, I, I've just cut them from my life because it's like, Ooh, I can have the New York Times on one tab and Pozmo on one tab, and that gives me enough. And I was say, yeah. in fact, I want to share uh, the New York I'll Times. Um, yeah, yeah. um,
2: is nice because there's a few games there, so I can have it mm-hmm. in like one of my shortcuts on my groom home, Google mm. Chrome homepage, mm. and then just be like click, and then yeah. I can do one. And if I don't want to do it anymore, I don't even because it's not a shortcut. I know I can just close the tab, which is really good for me. Oh, it's a Perry. <laughs> Like, do you
1: not see him just lounging there, just lying there Yeah, like it's just like, ah, I was just like, I I know <laughs> this, this song and dance well.
2: I'm not used to Ben having to do it. Uh,
1: there we go, and he's out. Ah, the um, cats. yeah. There's uh, there's this the, the only one that's really left. Unlike my Wordle clone, uh, mm. um,
2: let's say derivative
1: cycle. Yeah, yeah. Because like Wordle is not
2: a Wordle Wordle clone; it's a Wordle, no, Wordle no. derivative. Words. But mean. yeah,
1: this is, this is um actually really good. It's called Guess the .dot game. Um, that's the URL. Uh, Guess the .dot game. Um, and it just shows you a screenshot of a video game, and you've got six guesses to oh, guess it, and two hours. And I'm Oh, fuck <laughs> I'm remarkably good at this game which is I don't know why, I can't put my finger on it because it, there's a lot of games that I've never played and sometimes I know very little about them but I can I still oh it's got autofill,
2: that's very handy
1: but I, yeah, but I can still pinpoint it, like I don't know anything about Final Fantasy 6 I've never played Final Fantasy 6. Mm. I shut off when you two talk about <laughs> Final Fantasy, so it's like, how do I know that this screenshot's from Final Fantasy 6 and I can get it on the first guess? But um, yeah, I, I they have a kofi. I sent them like two dollars or something because I was just like, oh, this is cool, and they've got like you can play all the archive of games and oh, that is stuff handy like that. And I was like, yeah, I don't know to what think.
2: today's one is. It, uh...
1: I, well, this, this one annoyed me because I knew. I knew exactly what the franchise was. I got the franchise and straight te- away. Yeah, and and, and it tells you, in your guesses, um, it will come up as yellow. Hmm. Uh, if it's, if you, go, uh, I've got it with if, gu- if guess two. If it's in the franchise, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, it is a very Ben game. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, is, that it's like you got all the sequels there as well. I was like, oh come on, which one is it? Yeah, that made me go through the whole franchise there. But, um so yeah it, 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 it's it's more specific than um, yeah simply just oh, number, the, the, number 6 is a video genre
0: Oh, is
1: it? Yeah, yeah. Number six yeah. is in a, a, a video or something. Or something like yeah, that.
0: of the of the game itself. So. Yeah, yeah. I got it. On, yeah, I got and it. On and I love how
1: it gives the um, you know the synopsis of the video game at the bottom. Mm. Which hey, maybe you lot should start reading those because it might help you with the uh, <laughs> with the case quiz. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: yes. So let's um, let me talk about um, uh, mm-hmm. a, a game. Only a short conversation because we've talked about it before. Um, uh, Hidden through time two. Mm. Um, but we'll, we'll have a little bit of a chat about that, and then we will get to our quiz hopefully to um, so bring that in for the end of the episode. So, um, Hidden Through Time Two: uh, Myths and Magic. I have been playing it on PlayStation Five. Um, it's released today, so end of January. Um, and as with Hidden Through Time, I've been playing it with Evelyn. It's 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 the a great you know hidden object game. Uh, mm-hmm. and four kids it's so very easy to play um i like the first one um i thought the progression through and i think similarly with with hidden through time too the progression through each of the levels kind of getting a little bit bigger having a few more things to find on each level as you go through uh, you know within each of their kind of categories uh, works quite well you're never on a level for kind of too long i think i found with hidden through time Two That there's a lot more kind of in the levels than there were on Hidden Through Time. So there's you know mm. the, the the levels are denser with with items yeah. and things and there's lots of stuff just kind of like laying around in the levels as well. That a little bit distracting. Um, you're like why well, you know it wants me to find these five things, but the ground is littered with toys or balls or something else random that's a little bit distracting from kind of what I'm sort of you know, trying to find. Um, but it, you know, has a lot more interactivity as well with the levels. So there's lots more, I can open up this thing and find something that might be in it. You know, you can go into the rooms, which you could do in the first game. I just have found with these levels that maybe they rely on that a little bit more and, um, and with the changing of either sort of time of day or the season as well you know the weather that's kind of happening that they rely on going into spaces that little bit extra as well uh, so you know you might be able to find this thing during the day and it's you know it's outside the next thing you have to find during kind of you know the night time but you think well Okay, it makes sense that that would it's the night time and that's the thing. It makes sense that it would be inside kind of somewhere. So they—they, they, there is a bit of a logic, I think, with the things mm-hmm. that you're kind of mm-hmm. trying to find. Yeah. But it's a logic that yeah. I can work out, but it's not necessarily a logic that Evelyn has been able right. to sort of oh, work okay. out quite yet. And she's like, mm-hmm. why is this inside? And I'm like, well, because it's raining outside. So th- this book would be inside. It's not outside getting soaking wet. You know, those kinds of, you know, right. not that that is an actual example, but it's that kind of little bit of logic behind some of the things that has made, has made this very easy for me to find stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think if it was just me playing, I would be blitzing through these levels quite quickly. Um, but playing with Evelyn takes longer, but it's more fun because I can imagine, it, yeah. it's it's fun to sort of have a look at the, the little dioramas that are happening kind of across the levels the the characters that kind of repeat across these sorts of things, you know, it's fun that there's this, uh, kind of monster verse eighties style to some of the levels. And everyone's like, why is there a Mm -hmm. witch in this school? And I'm like, because there's a witch in this school, it's fun, <laughs> right? And she's just like, yeah, it's cool. And then there's this snowman and then there's this dragon and then there's, there's all these things. And she's really enjoying kind of like the aesthetic to it and the tone of it and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it is very fun. It's a really fun hidden object game. Um, I don't think it does much more than the first game. Mm.
1: No, no, yeah. The, the, if you're looking for a, you know, very... Big shift or change from game to game, you're not going to find it. No,
0: and it's it's interesting with the amount of DLC that came out for the first game, um, that 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 this yeah. kind of like the the next step up was that kind of changing of state, I suppose for a, for a level. So it's not uh, um, you know you get five objects, two of them might be find them in the daytime, three of them might be find them at night, or find them when it's raining, or or something like that. It's not cool, you found these five items. Now, change the state of the game and find the five items again. And they will be in different places because of the logic of how things work. It's now raining outside. and it's It's a storm or it's the winter or something. So these things are all in different places. You know, changing the narrative of what's happening in each of those levels just a little bit more rather than just this thing is here at this time. Press a different button and find this thing. Which is always here at this point. You've just had to press another button to get the game to change to being rainy rather than being sunny, mm-hmm. and now that thing is here. You know, not a huge amount more sort of shifts within those levels, you know whether where the kind of characters are uh, and those sorts of things. Uh, one of the early levels, I think, is the best example of that, where a bunch of people are on an island and they're trying to eat an egg, but they've stolen it from yeah. like. Uh, dragon or a big eagle or something like that Um, Mm -hmm. and at night time that is sat on top of the hill um, Mm. and everyone else is like hiding within the level but the base of the level is exactly the kind of is exactly the same it's just those characters have moved around a little bit Um, so suddenly like oh the thing I'm looking for wouldn't be around the campfire because everyone's moved so has someone taken Mm -hmm. it with them is it hidden with somebody else and is it that kind of stuff so there's a little bit of narrative to kind of take you through, not just with the actual narrative that's leading you into each of the uh, um, levels, but with the items themselves. And I think they could they could pull on that just a little bit more for me. Mm. Uh, and, and I think it would it would it would get me slightly more invested rather than just being like, "Cool, we found that. Cool, we found that. Cool, we found that. Cool, we found that." Cool, we found that. Right, move to the next level. You know, ah, this looks cool. This looks fun. Yeah, what's happening here? Right, right move to the next level. We've got the stuff. Like we, we, we don't spend a huge amount of time on each of these levels, taking in like the, the immense amount of work that's gone into putting together all of the extra stuff that's that's there to distract you and take you away from finding the items and and, and those kinds of things. Um, Technically, I have a couple of issues with it as well. Unfortunately, um, mm. with the with the first game, um, you used to be able to uh, press left and right on the D pad, mm. and it would select an item and tell you the clue. Uh, you can't do that on PS five. You 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 can't just press left and right on the D pad. You have to make your cursor go down. So use the analog stick, bring the cursor down, mm. hover over the item, and then pull your cursor up and it will stay on that item and tell you what the clue is i don't know whether there's an accessibility option to change this potentially but this was just the default for the first game whereas now we're having to go all the way down click on the next one and then come back up into the map with that clue Mm. kind of still active rather than just being able to go cool we found that press right hit the next one and that's the next clue that we're looking for for this item um and the other one is that we find they've got to double-click a lot on the items. Um, it seems you've got to be slightly more precise in this one yeah. than you yeah, did in the I first one. Yeah, definitely find mm. mm. in this,
1: yeah.
0: And, and that's fine, but it's, it's it's getting a little... Especially for Evelyn when she's kind of... She'll oversail very, very slightly. Not very much at all. You know, she's getting really... Uh, 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 her kind of... I suppose fine motor skills—the finesse she has with a control pad—is getting better and better. Mm-hmm. But even still, she will oversail it very slightly, and it won't pick it up. It might close the thing that it's a, that it's in. You know, if it's in a, an item that's in a chest, it will close the lid of the chest instead. And she's like, "For fucks," that? you know, in her mind, <laughs> she doesn't say that, but um, <laughs> you know, you can tell that she's just like, "Oh," she's getting that little bit frustrated with the game when it's doing yeah. that kind of stuff, and she will click on something. It doesn't trigger it, she won't move the cursor, she'll click on it again, and it will pop up. And I'm like, is that is it part hmm. of the game that you don't know, have to necessarily double click on an item, but it's just the layering of stuff that's happening, the objects and the assets in there isn't quite doesn't quite align very well. So there's a little bit yeah. of an no, issue. I struggled with mm. it. Yeah. yeah. What did you play on?
1: I played it on Steam Deck. Okay. And um, yeah, it was definitely a bit finicky, um, double clicking uh, on things. So, didn't actually play it on desktop. I don't know if, you know, mouse on there is any better, but it doesn't seem like that would, um, you know, completely eradicate the issues. It just seems, yeah, a a little bit more finicky, which is a shame. Yeah,
0: yeah, Mm. absolutely. it, it, it's absolutely, it's a game we're going to keep playing because we've done mm-hmm. maybe 10 of around 30-ish kind of levels um jumping between you know the, the, right. the, the different things we haven't finished all of the levels in the first uh, game and I think thats that is a bit of an improvement with this game that kind of uh, 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 the four different themes that they have are kind of all open to you straight away. Um, the first game seems much more linear in its kind of level progression that you started you know because it was that one actually tracked through kind of time so you started really early on and and then moved you know from i think it's egyptians into medieval era into the wild west and and kind of through um that you unlocked each level as you found items um whereas this is much more like cool if you just want to jump into this 80s style thing yeah go for it you don't have to, to worry about kind of unlocking all of the previous levels until you get to that point so that's quite a nice touch Um, or even if the first game had that openness to it it's much more apparent with this, just with the UI, the way that they've styled the kind of menus and things like that um, for this game Um, but again, like the first game, it looks great I love this kind of cartoony uh, um, style Um, it works well for this Kind of game as well, um, without it being you know too much of a pixel art style to have to hunt through kind of items and stuff. I, I like the cartoony kind of uh, um, nature of this, and again, it, which is great for for Evelyn. I think she she really likes kind of how bright the the, the game is as well. Um, it just you know draws her in that a little bit more as well. So, um yeah, it's a game we're going to keep playing, but. It's probably not something I would just pick up by myself now and yeah. play through. Um, so yeah, middling thoughts I think mm. uh, on it. I think it needed to do maybe a little bit more uh, um, to push what it is as a product past the first game for this to be like a hard recommend for me. Like no, if, really. if you played the first mm. game, it's more of that basically, and you can probably buy the first game and all of the DLC. Much cheaper than you can get the new game, uh, for as well. So you'd get a lot more content, a lot more out of just buying the first game and all of those DLC packs, I right. think, than you would do from picking this up now. So, yeah, um, Lucy, I don't know whether you went back to it at all after we kind of initially talked no, about it last much, year. No, um,
1: yeah, I think th- I think it was that finickiness that that made me want to stop playing it on Steam Deck and try it on something else but um, story of my life uh, yeah. I haven't played anything this year so. <laughs> <laughs> not even close uh, that's
0: fair that's fair. Um,
1: yeah.
0: cool should we wrap up the game talk there and potentially finish the episode out with a quiz you mean wrap up the game talk but
2: keep on gaming
1: but yes it's <laughs> very good yeah it is a (laughs) game
2: are you set up Lucy are you you ready for us I mean given the the, Lucy's given a a similar notion of that game on this whatever I've already lost the name of it game the guest the dot game and I oh yes I got the franchise on my first guess, but I don't know any fucking wipeout games, man. <laughs> it autofilled. I'm like, I don't know, Pulse, Fusion, sure. Click, click, ah, uh, three. Oh, I got it. Yay. <laughs> guess five or whatever. There's no way in it. Like, it's giving me different screenshots. I'm like, I've never, I've played, I don't think I've really yet put, like, I think I've played a wipeout game at someone's house once for like 20 minutes. Like, right. So it giving me, screenshots with fonts and like zoom-ins i'm like this looks pseudo-futuristic but isn't that what white Butter is i don't know 2048 no it wasn't that one it was like <laughs> so anyway what i'm saying is uh uh we're playing together right <laughs> <laughs> it's a team effort yeah, absolutely nah it's all good all uh,
1: right
2: uh grand theft auto 7
1: <laughs> gosh i think we'll be dead before that comes out
2: Oh, I think there's already been seven. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. GTA. Oh, and that's called seven. GTA Two, GTA 1969, GTA London, GTA Three. Mm. Uh, notice my hand. <laughs> mm.
0: Chinatown
2: uh, GTA Wars. Chinatown Wars was after Vice City, uh. and maybe even after San Andreas. <laughs> right. But then, Town to Town Wars, Liberty City. Stories. Stories.
0: Vice City Stories?
2: Was there a Vice City Stories?
0: I don't think there was a San Andreas Stories, but I was
2: didn't know there was Vice City Stories. There was a Vice City, Vice City Stories.
1: Yeah, Vice City
0: story.
2: Um, but then we still have four, and at this point we're at ten.
0: <laughs> there was a Vice City Stories, yes.
2: So you could say 1969 was a, um, a DLC, but it was a standalone game that was sold. So it just the same. back in those days people complained when you used the exact same engine and reskin things and put new writing and content <laughs> and you're like no that's that's not a new game it's like ah oh, welcome to call of duty motherfuckers <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I suppose... Um, yeah stuff like um when you then get to, uh, to GTA 4 was um lost in the damned and the, the ballad of tony gay mm-hmm. i think they were DLC weren't they tony yeah stand <laughs> yeah <laughs> they <laughs> Gay Tony? <laughs> yeah, Ballad of Tony Game. Yeah. Well I say Gay Tony. Oh fuck knows. Nice. <laughs> it is Gay Tony. Is that Tony. not his name? Yeah. Oh. Gay Tony, yeah. No, it is
2: Ballad of Gay Tony. Uh so GTA 1, 2, <laughs> okay. 3, Vice City, San Andreas, <laughs> 4, 5, 6. Uh, Wikipedia calls London 69, London 61. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I said London I said 1969, and then I said London, but it's two different 60s games that were both. So I, I know... 1969. I ha- I had to spend money totally on the the floppy disk for GTA London 1969. I didn't get to buy. A, I I didn't have to own GTA to run it.
0: No, uh, the same on. Uh, I remember having the uh, London for PS1. Yeah, so it's it completely this is separate the, I game. Think
2: this lies, lies, and slander. These are expansion packs lost and damned and ballad of tony gay are the also listed in the expansion ca- packs but then you have the handheld ones which is gta advance which is probably i would consider a port but then liberty city vice city and chinatown wars chinatown wars is the one yeah is right so there was a vice city stories they're handheld games that also got ps2 releases two of them chinatown no? Wars, never came out on the ps2 but did come out on the PSP. hmm uh, and there's a DS then there's game like, original, Legitimate compilations and remasters. But that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And then if we count the Londons together, that's 13. And if you leave Lost in the Damned and Battle of Gay Tony, because I do think they were DLC. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: But we're still at 12 counting GTA 6. GTA 6 would be the 12th. Yeah, yeah. You know what the next one's going to be, right? It's going to be Grand Theft Auto bracket 2030 bracket because it's Grand <laughs> Theft Auto reboot of the franchise but now we all have to name it by the year because there's already a fucking game called Grand Theft Auto.
0: I don't think... Um, I don't know there was a little bit of a through line with the like 3 through 4 or 3 Vice City in San Andreas, right? Um, I don't know like whether... As far as- that it's the same kind of universe as such. I don't know whether 4 featured in that as well, but I think there's a little bit of crossover of some characters from 4 and 5 as well. Not necessarily characters that you can do anything with or talk to, but characters that might appear you yeah, know, within was... the uh, kind of universe of that. But I don't mm. know where they, they, they where they chunk those things through. Um, but, um, oh, but I yeah.
2: forgot that GTA 6 is obviously... Slot to only come out for console first because they always do that. Yes, I am do. not interested in that.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Is GTA like a day one pickup for me? GTA5
2: wasn't a day one pickup, but I I'd had the FOMO.
0: Mm.
2: And then I ended up buying an Xbox and getting it, I actually think, right? Like before it came out on Windows. Right. Um, I think it would be day like...
1: one for me. Just... GTA6? Yeah.
2: Do you have because you already have the right? So I don't have one of the. Con, I don't have a thing that'll run it, and so it's like mm-hmm. for it to be day one, I need to like get a console that's past uh, my PS4, right? True. Yeah, and it's like I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, but also, the trailer was like semi interesting, but I don't know. If I the I, I watched a video essay on like a couple actually, on like how Red Dead Redemption like 2 showed that Rockstar hasn't really improved their notion of gameplay really mm. in the last 10, 15 years. Uh. So the narrative was really good, but like the distance between what you have to do and what you can do, right? So like you can role-play yourself as a cowboy and skin all this crap and blah, 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 but like the none of that most of that stuff didn't matter like you didn't have to donate to the camp if if you just did nothing the camp would be in disrepair and it would have no negative gameplay aspects and a lot of the like stuff in red dead that was like neat mini gamey stuff or like great for world building wasn't functionally like a thing like it, it didn't have there was no negative impact of not doing it so what's the point right yeah yeah. um and so, and when you look at like the the dissonance of like yeah the same thing with GTA 5 right like sometimes killing people if it's in the plot or then like even the like the open world and the missions often conflict cuz the they want you to do a certain the mission in a certain path and Or even the way you trigger missions has to be the way that they've written it, but the whole point is it's an open world, so if I get to the place the mission should trigger, like, that type of stuff hasn't changed. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. After reading that, I was like, oh, that is actually why I didn't like GTA V. Like, mm-hmm. outside of the fact that I didn't really care for many like, the storyline wasn't great, I didn't really bond with either of the three main protagonists, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, right, it's this dissonance thing, right? It's like, oh, like, especially with stuff where there's, like, missions where you, there's buildings that you can go into but only because it's the mission building and shit like that it's like mm. so I think having recently watched those essays and then um and then seeing the trailer that was like this is a pretty so far like it didn't give me any interesting notes about the characters I was just like okay so it's a, a a double headed instead of a triple headed GTA something right but you know it's Rockstar so I wouldn't be surprised with by the time it comes out I'll want it, right? Because they'll have released enough information in the story mm-hmm. to seem cool in the world. So. Yeah. yeah. I was rambling nice. mostly. Nice. No, no, good. Say...
0: Good. Let's roll into our quiz.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I was I was glad you were uh, stalling for time because uh, I had to.
0: Conversing, <laughs> Lucy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh,
2: Even if it was mostly me talking and Ben being like, uh huh.
1: No, it gave me the time to cut um, off some of these. Um, plastic ties um i i have a, like a, uh, a a free pack of games and oh, i can God, tell I you this, this because they're absolutely not related, not related to each other whatsoever <laughs> but they've they've come but so, in... so
2: but but this is this is this is a non-clue clue is are we going to get these three games that were bundled together
1: yeah they're bundled together but it it doesn't make any difference me saying that because they're completely it's, disparate? It's probably going to make it worse. Yes. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> um, same publisher,
1: maybe. When I say completely unrelated, yeah, I mean, right.
2: completely on, unrelated.
1: <laughs> um, are,
2: are they from the same era of yes. gaming? Yes. Yeah. Are they same, basically, from the same the only, year?
1: basically the only? Basically the only connection that I can. Ooh, infer. only connect? <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Also, I'm just
2: gonna say, like, this is how when I say it's rich and has a long finish. Look how much of this beer I still have.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Okay, game number one. Also, I just
2: didn't want to be completely smashed.
1: Game number one. You ready? How are we mm-hmm. doing this? Are you are You gonna bark out? Oh right, your names, I
0: should or... bring up the. Oh Wait, yeah, we I can't our little boards. We did our little sound boards. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> what were you gonna be? I'll be the quack. Oh damn it! I love the quack.
1: Okay.
2: Well, <laughs> I'll be the airhorn. Okay.
1: Game number 1. Death is his business and business is good. Ben. Whoa!
0: Ah, Hitman. Yellow. Silent assassin.
1: No, you you can't. <laughs> Got to give a title. It's the pause. It's the pause. But yes, it is Hitman. 2, it's Hitman Two Simon Assassin. He didn't say Hitman
2: Two. I was going to oh. say Hitman Two. Simon I'll give Assassin.
1: it to him. I- it made me laugh Hitman when too, he said, uh, "I'm going to be the duck" because all I thought was the rubber duck in Hitman. So. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. Well done.
2: Hitman paused. Oh, uh, uh, uh I call shenanigans. <laughs> I knew the franchise, and I was waiting to get a clue of the other stuff. He got two guesses. <laughs> uh, you know how bad I am at this game. Ah. Uh.
1: Yeah, okay. I maybe I should. No, no more pauses. No more pauses. No, no, it's all no good. So I'll start being a bit digest, more like. vigilant with that. So wait, the rule—you got to say a thing. Yes, if you don't get you it... Because you said
2: yellow, so if we yep. can say franchise and go go further, but then I think mm-hmm. we have to like subsequently ring uh, in for if someone yes. If yeah, someone gets the yeah.
1: franchise, I will say franchise, and then I will okay, move right. on, and then okay. whoever wants to buzz in again can Uh, i'll I'll finish reading the hitman uh one mm, because enter the mind of a genetically engineered assassin for hire whose deadly efficiency is now needed more than ever lured back into a global ring of deception by a twisted russian crime boss he must kill not only to make a living but to continue living Mm. this time (laughs) it's not just business it's personal so that's uh so that's yes and that was uh back when it was Eidos. Um,
2: mm. Classic Eidos.
1: Yeah. So that's the first game out of the three on this. Uh okay. go and move on to the next one. Game number two. You don't play, you volunteer. And I'll take just the franchise for this one. Okay. Specific game. I don't know anyone who would get it. But anyway, <laughs> just the franchise. <laughs> Unless you really like this, uh, this series. Okay. 19 deadly missions storm the beaches of normandy outsmart highly trained ss officers sabotage german u-boats defeat the nazi war machine oh, you mm. <laughs> outgun hundreds of nazi soldiers
2: hundreds <laughs> Isn't like arma 2
1: no it's
2: just not the armor franchise. Yeah.
1: No, but <laughs> yeah. fair play to you for also guessing the numbered uh, armor <laughs> game. Okay. Um, right.
2: Sorry. So it was hundreds
1: of Nazis. Hundreds. Yes, of hundreds. Them. Yeah, hundreds of Nazis. Fight alongside battles. <laughs> battle-hardened allies. I'm just laughing because this could be any game set in World War <laughs> <laughs> so II. <this is>, yeah, <laughs> That's why I was just like, look, there's been
2: enough. I will, I will get a franchise out the way. <laughs> War What's game
1: an
0: number franchise? one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Master OSS training. Penetrate enemy strongholds. Learn to handle 18 authentic w- uh, World War II weapons. All that... Hmm? Ben?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, is it a Medal of Honor game? It is a of Honor. Is indeed. it Medal of Honor f- Frontal Assault or something you, like
1: that? You were like? close. Frontline. Uh, Frontline. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well done, right, Yeah, man. so well done. Yeah. There's like 1700 Medal of Honor games. So That's so many. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> I was going to say full frontal, but I thought <laughs> that I might. And then you said penetrate, and I'm like, oh, I can't yeah. say that now. Really. <laughs> I would read the rest, but
1: it's all just generic world <clears> stuff. Okay. Uh,. Have you not seen a connection yet between Hitman 2 no. and Guns <laughs>
0: In franchise games Big Gun Pack 4 <laughs> Yeah
2: it's, 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 it's
1: gunny franchise games mm-hmm. Okay this next one though. <laughs>
0: Number 4 I agree It's
2: definitely the 4th in iteration of some Store bundling <laughs> shit
1: Third game Here we go Why out 3 <laughs> High speed <laughs> High risk Drive Mm. to the limit. Blank is an amazing racing game with a difference. Drive at incredible Mm. speeds through everyday traffic with your heart in your mouth and sweat on your palms. Oh. Is it Need for Speed Street?
0: Mm. No. Is it Need for Speed? No. It's not.
1: No. And I will want the uh, numbered or non-numbered Uh, entry in this
0: series oh, okay. okay. it's got to be around the same time as those two
1: arcade style handling mm, against thinking... opponents and against the clock <laughs> make blank a game you won't want to put down Ben
0: Midnight Club 2
1: it is not Midnight Club 2 Incredibly spectacular and realistic crashes make it an experience oh. you want, you won't forget.
0: Bollocks! Um,
2: is it Burnout Paradise?
1: Both uh, in, please. You didn't... Adil. <laughs> is it Burnout Paradise? No, it's not. Burnout Paradise. <laughs> I was going to say Burnout Two, but Ben, it is not Burnout Two.
2: Oh, oh, uh, is it? Sorry, hold on. I've lost. I've lost the thing. I have to quack. It's the only <laughs> thing that's showing up. <laughs> Why is it the only thing that's showing up? Oh, right, there we go. Is um, it said Burnout Three Takedown? It is not. Fuck. I thought the crashes one. That was the one where they brought like really highlighted them. Oh, st- it's not I'll Burnout, to- is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry, I- it is okay. I-, I
1: wanted to say franchise, but this was funnier. see <laughs> no. you know, you'd get it. So yeah, Burnout. Uh, Medal of Honor Frontline and Hitman 2 all in a. Oh,
2: she's brought out one. Mm. Random. Oh. Yes. Very random. Very random. I'm getting
1: half a point for that but it, franchise but these guess. Is, profits went to charity apparently, so it's a charity bundle. So. Oh! It's, it's basically Humble a boxed Bundle, but. charity you know, bundle. Like 20 oh, cool. years ago. Yeah.
0: I had no idea
2: that they existed. Turns like, out Humble yeah. Bundle has just been uh cop in someone else's style. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right, um, nice, nice. I'll do two more. Cool, because we are two to one, aren't we? Uh, which one? We? I hope that didn't flash up. Are
2: then. they from the same, no, even close release years? They must be, right? Uh, yeah, they must be within two, two or three years. Not actually, maybe. that Hitman 2, Burnout 1, and Middle of Honor.
0: Paradise. Paradise. Burn Paradise is much later. That's Paradise is like the fourth game, isn't it?
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, game number four.
2: Right, shit. Right. I have to learn things. And by learn things I mean think things.
1: Science has unlocked the gates to the unknown. Ooh. A sci fi horror masterpiece. Blank is nothing like you've ever experienced. Dramatic storyline. Pulse pounding action incredible graphics and revolutionary technology. Uh, Dead Space? No. Ah, Okay. Okay, all those things, they combine to draw you into the most frightening and gripping first-person gaming experience ever created.
2: I still want to say Dead Space.
1: (laughs) It's disturbingly (laughs) realistic. It's one of the most beautiful <laughs> and complete FPSs the Xbox oh, FPS. has seen. Mmm.
2: Sci-fi horror Xbox. Mm.
1: Then.
0: Uh Fear f.e.a.r. No. Aww. Oh. A good game though.
1: The most terrifying shooter ever made, says official mm. Xbox magazine. There's terrifying enemies too. Team or deathmatch based multiplayer.
0: Oh, oh the multiplayer. <sighs> I'm annoying, I can't think of this.
1: Intense two player co-op over Xbox Live.
0: Fuck oh, knows. I don't know oh, this, it. I'm so. drawing a
2: blank on this.
1: Distributed by Activision. <laughs> Distributed. Distributed. Xbox development, hmm. Vicarious Visions. Oh, developed by ID Software.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> the Quake reboot? No. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. knows. I do not know.
1: A sci-fi horror experience. Mm. Mm. Sci-fi horror. First
2: person. I, not Bioshock, is it? No. I'm trying. I, like I know all the the facts will line up, but I'm like, what mm-hmm. counts as sci-fi horror?
1: It software. You lot will kick yourselves. <laughs>
0: I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Give up on this I one. I do on, not you know. Nothing is coming to my mind. Have to, you have to use the sad horn now if we try. And wait, you, you
2: said you what? said you um, said you said quake already. He did.
0: Uh, yes,
2: and we did not get a franchise warning.
0: No. Uh,
2: was Doom three? Yes! Doom yeah, was I'll that. One of Doom three. Yeah, I'll give it. Like wait. <laughs> I was like, which is the one that brought in co-op? Doom three, okay. Yeah, there we
0: go. Yeah. God, I didn't. I had no idea Doom three I, to be had honest, a co-op. I,
2: I, I went through Doom, and you said co-op, and I was like, not a Doom game. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, no, wait, there was. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. What is Doom three, Lucy?
1: <laughs> yes, a little bit of Jeopardy. Okay. Um. I really want to do this one. I don't know what it says, but I, I like that this okay. game exists. I don't know. I'll, I'll just say that. Uh, I've got a few more backups. Uh, just in the, case the Disney's
2: GeForce, this. the hamster game. No. God, if I, what if I had no-scoped it? Also, if you owned a copy of Disney's GeForce, the it's hamster game. It's probably around.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> don't get me out. Okay. Game yeah. number five. Avenge her past. Discover her future. Based on the hit series created by Academy Award winner shall I
0: person. No,
2: no, just yeah, just Academy Award winner. Mm. Keep going. It's
1: yeah, not, yeah, I'll drop it in you later. can Academy, see that back yeah. to
2: us when we don't get yeah. it.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be honest, even if you said it to me, I didn't know this fact anyway, but anyway. Created by Academy Award winner blank and Charles H. Egley Okay. Eggly? I don't know. Uh, blank, How do you spell that? Uh, E-G-L-E-E. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Blank is the story of Max, a, genet- a genetically enhanced soldier. It's not Hitman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who cunningly fights to reclaim her manipulated past and avoid capture through the underground landscape of the post apocalyptic Seattle. Her streetwise instincts and fearless hand to hand combat skills are crucial to her survival. I like a deal going. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the hand to hand. I'm getting into the, the like, headspace you know, of who this, uh, this person could be.
2: Max. I think Max is probably one of those things where you don't hear the name often mm. in the game.
1: No. Trusted cyber so journalist, Logan Kale aids Max's quest to defeat I-Corp the secret organization that rose out of the ashes of Manticore her military creator and discover the truth of her past the fuck? original story progresses beyond the television series and features voiceovers but
2: is it Dark Angel? Yeah! The <laughs> game? <laughs>
1: wow well that deserved win that is i've deserved got no idea what win.
2: that is <laughs> i didn't know there was a game but i i, I something so my uh undergraduate housemate uh, was obsessed with jessica alba yes that was and uh, so i never watched dark angel but i was around it and something about max and corporate and re- recovering up. memories and i was like oh that's a tv show i know <laughs> about oh thank fuck you said tv show well done what a f- there's a game there is a
1: game yeah, James Cameron. I'm Dark serious.
2: Angel. That and Charlie's Angels, we Dark. might have James to James Cameron.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, James Cameron. Um, created it, but didn't like.
1: Yeah, I, You know the I,
2: usual, like James Cameron's Dark Angel. I didn't I want anything to do it directed that. actually came to. Nerd, TV. Nerd number four. Oh,
1: this is the reason <laughs> yeah. to buy it. This is what's on front of the box: extensive photo gallery of Max. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Whatever uh, interview it's, with is Jessica, it, it is Alba. Jessica Alba, yeah, right? That's yeah. the one I'm
2: thinking of. Yeah. yeah, whatever. What is she? I'm not cheating. I'm now gonna. You can hear my no, keyboard no, clock. I actually stuff. just want to know what Jessica Alba's been up to. I don't
1: know, but <laughs> I, I liked Dark Angel. I was like, oh, wow. Uh,
2: I never watched it. I, yeah, mostly no, because isn't. Corey was kind of creepy. He liked mo- shows based on their stars in mm. the way that is problematic. <laughs> so he's was like, I'm a big fan <laughs> of Buffy because Sarah Michelle Geller is hot. I'm like, mm.
1: yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've rewatched a, a lot of Buffy. Was it last year? Or the year before? Mm. Still great. Mm-hmm. Still great. Um, yeah. Uh, shall we do one just for funsies? Oh, go for it. It's yeah. Yeah. up just, to you. I'll um, uh, see so you see what our girl, Jessica Alba, has been up to. Oh, yeah,
0: last, uh, last, last one. Just honest Renovation
2: TV Series. <laughs> Dubai presents a five-star mission. Short The Wife. LA's Finest 20... 20- oh, LA's Finest. 26 episodes, 2019 to 2020. Oh, she must have like semi-retired.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's done much. Not too much. She doesn't need to. She's probably done money and oh yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Ranch. So
2: she was in a, she was in 26 episodes of a series called LA's Finest in t- up to 2020. And it seems like post pandemic is done. She was in a short in 2021, and now in was a part of Honest Renovations, the TV series. Who knows what part she was? Oh no, she's a main person. Oh, she's in reality TV. Weird.
1: Anyway. Okay. Yeah, this is just. So a, this is a funsies. This, yeah, isn't this is a worth the because,
2: like, oh, what was the score then? Was it?
1: You win.
0: I think it was three, three, two. Yeah, three, two to you. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
1: You oh. deserve win with that Dark Angel pull, mm. so.
0: Especially when we died on it, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. I just want the. I'll uh, stop
2: whinging now that now that I can say I've won at least once. Yes. So I can I can be like okay with it. <laughs> uh, My so, the, what actually what what I'm discounting is the fact that Ben knows video games, especially in this era, way better. But there's so many stupid things in pop culture that I know that mm. happen to be made into video yeah. games that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that will go a long way. It equalised a bit, right? <laughs> uh, there was uh, another licensed game that I'll say for next week. Um, this is also a licensed nice. game, uh, so. Yeah, just Oh, Doom bonsies. 3, that was the one I forgot that uh, uh, we both
2: were like... Oh.
1: Blank is back to solve a caper of supernatural proportions. A mysterious villain is using an ancient book, the Tome of Doom, to unleash some of the creepiest creatures the gang has ever met. Will you help our heroes? <sighs> For a Scooby snack. I can't even be honest. Gonna say,
0: is it a Sco- I was going to say, is it sounds yeah. like a Scooby-Doo game, but...
2: Scooby-Doo and the Haunted Mansion? <laughs> like, this
1: is just so stupid. What is this game? <laughs> What? Like, who would Oh, else? just got Mystery and Mayhem? Yeah, like... What is this? What is I it? I see
2: why you use it
0: as a bonus. Yeah, like, because... Like, is it a, a
1: third-person action game? Yeah, it's a third-person action game. Yeah, it's basically Luigi's Mansion. Action. Just better than Luigi's <laughs> Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, is this? Good.
0: Brilliant. Yeah.
1: Can you... you <laughs> so Xbox, videos, so.
0: there was some real shit in that, in yeah. that era, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. <sighs>
1: wow. Yeah, and imagine if one of you got, like, the subtitle <laughs> <You laughs> knew what that game was. Uh, I like, mean, there's, like,
2: like, a weirdly, I think there's, right like, on. a 60-40 chance. So you just have to slam two stupid words together, yeah. right? But that was yeah. all the flavor yeah. text. The it was, it was just, so yeah. You can kind of bump into Mystery Mayhem. Was that what it was?
1: Mm. I can't even remember. <laughs>
2: yeah, one one could bump into Mystery Mayhem by accident is all I am saying. Yeah, um, yeah. I said haunted mansion. Weird things that's a Disney happened. thing. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, there wasn't even like anything like what the gameplay was. It was just that sentence, and it's like <laughs> they really didn't even bother try. So why am I gonna? Um... <laughs> yeah, but, right. but well Absolutely. done, well done, well done, both nice. you. Nice, good job, mm-hmm. good job. Well, so, do you have
2: do you have the running tally?
1: Well, we've only done oh, we um, two, it? Of to
2: stream a bad game. We didn't do one last week. No. so,
1: yeah. yeah, it's one, one a piece, as far oh, as I know. Nice.
2: Yeah, because yeah, we did the first selection disjointedly.
0: Yes, separately. We, got, yes.
2: we both got all of the points for those, yes. right? Anyway, it doesn't I really matter. will start a note. We'll probably actually won't Atari. even do a stream of the thing. But... <laughs> oh, are you? So, episode 400 is coming up. Mm. I'm just reminding you if you want to have like an extra spicy
1: quiz um, show I can find
0: show. spicy <laughs> <laughs> episode oh, also just a quiz show yeah. that's it we're just going to do this I'll for like the most two hours obscure
1: game <laughs> so <laughs> it, it just would just get take slowly
0: slowly pissed yeah. and just oh, I actually think if we so absurd. we should
2: I mean we don't have to do this online we could probably wrap up the episode yeah, we maybe. should talk about like whether we get a guest and then the guest can uh, <sighs> can play in as well from mm. mm. the extra spicy quiz show
0: one apiece. Let's talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. And we'll return next week, maybe having spoken about it. And then the week after, maybe having spoken about it then. And then it'll be almost episode 400. So you will find out very, very shortly um, whether any of this comes to pass. Um, first, <laughs> let's just round up our beers. Um, Adel, uh it's final good. thoughts? It's good. Good. Um,
2: having... So I think... If you've ne- not seen it at all near the tap, I think even at a higher price, it's worth buying to have once. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's a really, really tasty beer that's unique in this in the sense of not had a beer that tastes like it, and it but it's still quite still fits. What I like about it is it fits in that sort of impy stout uh, arena. So mm-hmm. you're not being it's not really out there, which is really good considering a 16% vault city could be a kind of tasting like anything. And I like that this is grounded in beer. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, we're probably buying at a even, you know, 13 quid for 330 mils. Sounds crazy, but also it's sixty percent and I can feel it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't go out of my way to have a tip. I'm not going to buy another cannabis, right? Like that's a little, sure. a, it's a little dear, um, yeah. but yeah, it's rich, but not that rich.
0: Hmm.
1: You're, nice. Um, it's, you mean to say it's rich, but I'm not that rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the punch up. Let's try
2: that again. It's rich, but I'm not that rich.
0: <laughs> um, uh,
1: yeah,
0: unlike the Wiper and True and, and Arbor Superdelic, which I would buy again, absolutely. This is this is a good beer. Um, it's it's super sessionable, but with a bit of a bigger flavour to it than what you would expect from sort of a four percent pale. Uh, um, nice bitterness to it as well. Uh, um, nice and sort of. Um, Carbonated, you probably couldn't drink too many. You're not going to buy like four of them and nail them, kind of in a, in an afternoon. Mm. I think maybe maybe two or, or two pints of this, if if it was on tap anywhere, would sort of see you just right for it. But I think it would it'd be easily followed up by another one, um, sort of straight after this. If I was sat in the garden or even just 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 hanging out for an evening sort of thing. Um, so yeah, this is this is very nice. Um, and uh, how pale ales should be. With a little bit of bitterness and just a, a, a you know full full flavour to it mm-hmm. as well. Um, I don't think I've had much with the with superdelic um, as a hop in it. Uh, this may be the first one that I remember at least. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's nice. Um, if you dear listener, viewer, want to tell us about the beers that you have drank or the games that you have played, or have any suggestions, as we've put out before four games for the quiz for Lucy to see if she's got any in the stash. Um, You can get us in lots of different ways. You can go to outoflives.net to look at our faces and the beers that we've been drinking on the video version, which is also available on our YouTube page. Um, You can get us at Tanks of Cast on socials. Uh, I'm at Nova underscore 47. Adeliz.
2: You're at the Omniarch.
0: And Lucy is. Juicy loose nine. And as we may start doing a little more, I chucked up um, our discussion on immortality up last week as a separate um, section from the podcast um, as a little review uh, up on YouTube as well and on on outoflives.net. So you can see that over there as well. Um, I think that's all the places that we inhabit, the beers that we drank this week, the games that we played and and some games that we didn't know existed as well. (laughs) this week, which is probably going to happen quite a lot yeah. moving forward if the course continues. Um, mm-hmm. New and exciting games each and every week for everyone to enjoy. Um, thank you for joining us. We've been Tagged Up. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Ciao. Www.outoflives.net.